With Hashem's loving grace, welcome to Parsha Pearls, our weekly lesson on the Torah portion from an Amuna standpoint. And we are now learning Parsha's bow. Parsha's bow, and there's a major question, Parsha's bow. Does Hashem really give every one of us free choice? Is there really free choice? Now we see that the, the Ramchal tells us in the way of Hashem that uh, there, there is free choice. So we have free choice because without free choice, there's no context of reward. If a person is forced to good, he doesn't do, he doesn't deserve reward. And if a person is forced to do bad, he doesn't deserve punishment. So we learn that Hashem must give us a perfect free choice to maintain the perfect balance between good and bad, because without it, there's no context reward or punishment. But then we have a tremendous, according to this, this principle and free choice, it's principle of Muna. How can the Torah say that? Hashem hardened the heart of Pharaoh. Here we have Pharaoh is down and out. He's, he's after nine terrible plagues, and the terrible plagues have already destroyed the land of Egypt. There's nothing green in Egypt left anymore. That the, most of the, the cattle are, are dead. That the, the people are, are sick. And what, what's going on? So you would think that Pharaoh would lift up the white flag. No. Before the 10th plague, which is the worst of plague, the, the, cat, the smiting of the firstborn, where all the firstborn sons in Egypt, they were all killed, including Pharaoh's son's son. And uh, Pharaoh was the firstborn, but Hashem saved him, kept him alive, so he could get more, more punishment and more punishment. And the Torah says, Hashem et paro. And Hashem strengthened, Hashem hardened the heart of Pharaoh. So maybe Pharaoh wanted to let the people go, but now Hashem strength the heart of heart. So Pharaoh lost his free choice so that Hashem could give him yet another, another plague. And this was the worst plague of all. So is that fair? We have to ask, is that really fair? We have to understand one principle. We learn an important principle in the Gemara in Tractate Makos, page 10. And the Gemara says, that a way a person wants to go, that is the way that person is led from Shemaim, from above, from heavens. So Pharaoh, in the earlier plagues, Pharaoh, it says, the Torah says, Pharaoh hardened his own heart time after time, time after time. Now, once he did this three times in a row, three times in a row is called a chazaka. Chazaka means an established pattern. And in Jewish religious law, that means established pattern. There's much difference between a one-time offender and a person that made the same offense three times in a row. Okay, that, 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 so it, it's a complete different judgment. The, the punishment is much more stern for a happenstance one-time offender than for a three-time offender. So once Pharaoh hardened his own heart more than three times, and said, okay, this is the way you want to go, Pharaoh? You want to play hardball? Okay, this way you want to go. So Hashem used Pharaoh's own free choice not to let the Jews go and then hardened his heart in order to give him this one big knockout punch, the 10th plague with the killing of the firstborn. Now just imagine, so he's saying that, that Pharaoh, he first decided where he wanted to go, and Hashem then used Pharaoh's own free choice to publicize his name for posterity. And we see, so even the enemies of Hashem also could create, out of their evil, they create a sanctification of Hashem's name. So it depends what side you want to play for. We'd much prefer to sanctify Hashem's name out of doing mitzvahs and doing good things and bringing Kedisha Hashem, bringing a sacrifice of Hashem's name to the world with everything we do, doing kind for the world, doing good for other people and, and being one, wonderful people. But even 
if a person chooses evil, it is a, a sanctification of Hashem's name because eventually Hashem will overcome the evil like he did with all Haman and like he did with Hitler and like he did with Saddam Hussein and like he did with Idi Amin. So in retrospect, the terrible bad choices of the tyrants and the evil, they too become a Kiddush Hashem, a sanctification of Hashem's name. So here, just imagine one thing. Now this is, this is the Parsha. So we see that Pharaoh did have free choice but Hashem used his own choice for the sanctification of Hashem's holy name. Now just imagine, add a little bit of Muna news into the Parsha, because we see this is everything, this is like reading the daily newspaper. You can't learn anything from the newspapers or from the website, and not from Fox News, and not from CNN, and not from, certainly not from uh, many other news, news agencies. Only learn by looking into the Torah, because Hashem created the world. The Torah was Hashem's blueprint for creating the world. So just imagine that the exodus from Egypt and the 10 plagues would be in the time of 2024, where you have Biden and Blinken and the United States. Okay, so here we would have a big international movement. No, Moses, stop the plagues. Tell Shem, stop the plagues. We have to bring in humanitarian uh, assistance to, to Egypt, have to bring them food and bring them fuel and bring them uh, medicine. <laughs> Let's see. Well, we, we see that uh, the Israeli government is listening to the Americans and everything is going wrong. The war should have been won after, after three weeks. The war would have been finished. Hamas was on their face after three weeks. But then came in the Americans and interfered and stopped the plague, stopped the plagues and let Hamas regroup and recuperate and, and, and come back with every time the Americans come in, have a new missiles and, and a, a, new round of, a new round of hostilities. The hostilities could have ended long ago. But now what would happen, just imagine if they would have done back then, no Moses, no more, no more. Well, the children of Israel wouldn't have left Egypt. They would have stayed in slavery, just like what they would do now. If the, the way they want to stop it, stop things now is, is we're left, we're left on, slaves to the rockets on our borders and, and the southern border and the northern border. If we don't get rid of Hezbollah, we don't get rid of Hamas, at least get, get away from our borders. But the Hamas's declaration, their declaration is to destroy, not the state of Israel, destroy the Jewish people, Jews, wherever they are. Okay, it's not anti-Zionist, as people would want to say, like on Harvard, the campus has anti-Semitism, no different between Hamas and Nazi anti-Semitism or any other type of anti-Semitism. So we see, Baruch Hashem, that Moses was our leader and he took us out of Egypt. Why? Why was Moses successful? Because Moses took orders only from Hashem. Moses listened to Hashem. He didn't listen to political correctness. He didn't even within the people that you have to be politically correct and you have to be nice to the Egyptian authorities. No way. Moses took orders from Hashem. It wasn't a matter of political correctness, not nice or not nice. At what does Hashem want? And this, the God-fearing person asks himself or herself, what does Hashem want? And before we speak, before we think, before we do whatever we do, whether it's thought, speech, or deed, we ask, what does Hashem want? And this is what we need in the land of Israel today. Because rather than saying, what does Hashem want? Rather than saying Hashem, that the authorities are saying, what do the Americans want? They're afraid of the Americans. There's a law, a law of spirituality. When a person fears one, he fears no one. And when a person doesn't fear one, he fears everyone. So you see, taking the advice of flesh and blood, with no Amuna, and this is it, it's causing, who knows, heaven forbid, heaven forbid, it, 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 it's causing that the results, the good results, that, that, that the army succeeded, that 
being turned around. And it's all the time going back to square one and beginning all over again. So this we don't want. We pray that Hashem should have pity on us and that Hashem should take us out, take us out of our enemies and, and give us real freedom. That Hashem took us out of Egypt and Hashem should take us out of bondage to the nations of the world. That even though we apparently have our country, if we can't live in our country wherever we want, and we can't live on the southern border, we can't live on the northern border, and we can't live in Judah, we can't live in Samaria because it's dangerous, quote unquote, or it's politically incorrect, unquote, or then that's not that's not freedom. That's not freedom. Real freedom, the only freedom, ain't chirut ela Torah. That there is no freedom but Torah. There's no freedom but Hashem's law. And that's what we hope, Bezat Hashem, that we should soon see uh, our Mashiach, we should soon see the sign of David, the kingdom of David, and our rebuilt holy temple right here in Eretz Yisrael in Yerushalayim. Amen. Have a lovely Shabbat.